Hollow Mountain Publishing presents The Pawn, book one of the Appalachian Storm series, written and performed by Diana Kilpack. Chapter 19. Daydreams. Please, stop! Katie's thoughts rang out. I'm dying here! The vision, or whatever it was she was being subjected to, vanished. What's wrong? Lizzie's thoughts asked. Was that you? Did you just do that? Katie asked in shock. Do what? Lizzie's thoughts were cautious. Katie had been sitting in the back row watching Miss Smith when she found herself in the middle of a mountain meadow. The grass was tall and filled with wildflowers blooming in every imaginable color. The air was thick with the scent of flowers. A whippoorwill was calling above the singing of the other birds in the trees. Katie looked down. She could not see her hands. She could feel the desk beneath her fingers. She waved her hands in front of her face. She looked down around her, but she could not see any part of herself. It was as if she was completely invisible in this beautiful meadow. She looked up to see Lizzie walking through the tall grass. Her hair was longer than normal. She tossed her hair as if she was in a shampoo commercial. Her dark tresses glistened in the sun as it fell back into place. Lizzie was smiling at something to her right. Katie turned and saw Tyler Sanders standing with a rose in his hand. Lizzie ran to him, and Tyler dropped the rose. Picking her up, he twirled her in a small circle. Lizzie laughed out loud, resting her forehead against his. Placing her on the ground, he reached over with both hands. He cupped her face, bent down, and kissed her passionately. What's wrong? Is everything all right? Candace's thoughts interrupted. Nothing happened, Lizzie immediately responded. Nothing happened? Katie mimicked her tone in disbelieving. I was somehow transported to a meadow where Lizzie was kissing Tyler Sanders. Her shock was giving way to amusement. She kept staring at the back of Lizzie's head. She desperately wanted to see Lizzie's face, but her friend kept her body turned towards the front of the class. I was under the impression nobody could read my thoughts, Lizzie replied. Katie tried to think about what just happened. I can't read your thoughts. The daydream was so strong I was able to see. No, that's not right. I felt like I was actually there. I even smelled the flowers and heard the birds singing for crying out loud. How is that possible? Candace asked. Katie shook her head. I don't know. She tried to form in her thoughts what she had seen. I couldn't see myself, yet there I was in Lizzie's daydream. I wouldn't call it a daydream. Oh, yeah? I was afraid it was going to turn R-rated. I didn't think you liked Tyler Sanders. I don't. Yeah? <laughs> okay. I don't. I saw you, Lizzie. You want me to describe in detail what I saw? You know, this sucks. Katie was so surprised by Candace's outburst, she didn't say anything. Not being able to stand it, she finally had to ask, What sucks? You guys all together? 
while I'm in a completely different school. Oh, well, at least you don't have to deal with an eternally angry English teacher. Katie eyed the old woman who was still giving a lecture in front of the class. It was Candace's turn to sound surprised. Why angry? I can only guess, but I believe she's mad because the house fell on her sister. I don't get... Oh. I'm going to get you, my little pretty, and your great big wolf, too. Lizzie and Tyler Sanders laughed out loud. Stunned, Katie could only watch as Tyler turned and faced Lizzie. His eyebrows cocked in a devil-may-care attitude and winked. Do you two have something you would like to share with the rest of the class? Miss Smith was looking over her bifocals, using her most pinched expression. Still smiling, Tyler turned his attention to the teacher and shook his head no. Katie couldn't see Lizzie's face. Seeing her friend squished down in a chair was indication enough how embarrassed she was. Maybe you would like to explain to Principal Davis what you find so amusing in my class, Miss Smith said disapprovingly. Katherine Johnson, you may join them. What? Katie was a little distracted watching her friend gather her things. You can join them, Miss Smith repeated. I didn't do... You were distracting the class with all that arm waving you were doing earlier. Miss Smith explained as if to a five-year-old child. Arm waving? She was first at a loss before it dawned on her. She must have actually raised her arms and waved them while she was in Lizzie's daydream. Get out of my class, Catherine. Fine by me. Katie started grabbing her things, slinging them as fast as she could into her book bag. Oh, Miss Johnson, I have your assignment. Katie glanced up from her books, immediately mortified. Miss Smith was holding her first assignment up so the whole class could see. A large D minus in red was emblazoned on the front. Katie slowed down, putting her things into her bag. She let Miss Smith stand there a little while longer as she wrestled with her emotions. Completely in control, she blanked her face before turning towards the teacher. Straightening her shoulders, holding her head up high, she walked towards her. Thank you, she said with as much dignity as she could muster. She could see the disappointment and rage in the old woman's eyes. Realizing the teacher wanted a stronger reaction from her, she carefully kept her face completely void of emotion. Head held high, Katie turned and walked through the door. Reaching the hall and out of sight, she took off running after her friend. She found Lizzie up against a locker while Tyler was slowly leaning in. Not knowing if she should interrupt or turn around, she eventually cleared her throat. Without looking in her direction, Lizzie ducked under Tyler's arm and started walking towards the office. It looked as if he was going to grab her and pull her back. Hold it there, lover boy. Tyler didn't move as he continued watching Lizzie walk away. He turned, facing her. Katie could see why Lizzie found him attractive. He had a certain devil-may-care style that emulated every bad boy movie character she had ever seen. His black hair and dark eyes were in complete contrast to his white skin. His clothes were obviously hand-me-downs. He always had a sort of scruffy look about him, which somehow made him look more appealing. His bangs were too long and covered one eye. He was eyeing her warily, watching for her to continue. Katie didn't know where to start. How much did you see in here? He shrugged. Katie stared at the good-looking guy. You heard Candace speak from Central High? 
She directed her thoughts towards him. Watching her intently, he nodded. Katie saw a bead of sweat forming on Tyler's upper lip. Have you been having cold and hot flashes? All she got in return was a nod. Have you had any dreams about a big white tiger? Surprise flittered across his face. Then a slow nod. We need to talk. Tyler raised his eyebrows. I mean in private, away from here. Katie waved her hand, indicating their surroundings. What's going on? What happened? Candace's thoughts interrupted. Tyler looked up. His eyes darted around, his expression thoughtful. It was obvious he heard her. It looks like we have a new member to our team, Katie answered. What's her name? Staring into his eyes, she gauged his reaction. His name is Tyler Sanders. Another example where the old legend is completely wrong on key facts? Candace's thoughts rang through. Katie nodded in agreement to Candace's assessment. Thinking about Jackson this time, she wasn't in the least surprised. Miss Johnson, Mr. Sanders, I believe you're supposed to come see me. An impatient Principal Davis was motioning them towards him. Katie, Lizzie, and Tyler were required to attend after-school detention. Since they couldn't really talk with other people around, they had to wait until everyone was congregated at Katie's house later that night. Tyler entered the small living room, his eyes immediately drawn to Katie's painting. Studying it the same way Candace had, he waited till Lizzie sat down. He boldly walked over and sat next to her, grabbing her hand. Lizzie half-heartedly tried to pull her hand free. He didn't let her go. He changed his right hand with his left and draped his arm over her shoulders. He pulled her back against the blanket Katie's mother had draped over the couch to cover the slash marks. Lizzie's cheeks, a bright red, she leaned against his arm, a small smile forming on her lips. Katie watched the display a little apprehensively. She knew Tyler complicated things. Lizzie and Tyler as a couple could quickly turn problematic. Looking up, she caught Sam with a worried expression on her face. The same thought must have occurred to her, too. Shaking her head, she glanced at the clock. Her mother was due home in an hour. This meeting had to be over by then. We need to get started. She really hated this part. Candace, can you do the honors and tell Tyler what's going on? Surprise chased across Candace's face. I'm not sure I'm qualified. I'm sure you'll do fine, Katie waved her off. If you need any help, I'll jump in, Sam offered. Candace got up and started telling the legend. Katie watched Tyler carefully. He communicated quite well with his eyes and expressions. Candace would explain in greater detail just by the guy raising his eyebrows. Disbelief and humor became the dominant feature. Katie could tell he didn't believe a word of it. Stop. Candace's voice trailed off in mid-sentence as she glanced towards Katie. Getting up, she indicated for her to sit down. Frustration and anger started warring in her chest. You don't believe us. Tyler cocked his head to one side and shrugged. Give him time, Katie. We don't have time, Katie said out loud. Katie, I'm not sure this is a good idea, Sam cautioned. Katie started pacing in the little space she was standing in. He doesn't believe a word of it, she said, pointing in his direction. Tyler let go of Lizzie and folded his arms. He looked relaxed, but an air of tension emanated from him. Beads of sweat formed on his forehead. Heat is coursing through your body right now. You wake up in the middle of the night so cold you think you'll never get warm. 
The next minute, you're so hot you think the heat will consume you. You can communicate with your thoughts, yet you still don't believe. What's going to make you believe, Tyler? He shrugged. Katie had to admit it. He was more irritating than Candace ever was. Did the guy know how to talk? You want to see? You won't believe unless you see with your own eyes, is that it? Again, no sound. Just a quick nod. Katie knew it was going to eventually come to this. The heat rose through her belly and into her chest, immediately changing. She watched in satisfaction as Tyler's eyes grew large. He jumped up, his feet landing on the seat of the couch. He toppled out of sight and fell over the back. A string of curses could be heard from behind the couch. Well, well, girls, the boy can speak. Hi, this is Diana Kilpack. I hope you've enjoyed this week's chapter of The Pawn, the first book in the Appalachian Storm series. Until next week and our imaginations meet again, have a great day.